Good morning and welcome to Sips of Sanity. I'm Kelly. I'm Karen. We are doing our September issue or series mm-hmm. on um, the emotional wheel. So Karen, mm-hmm. you had prepared a really great show for us last month and that was learning how to cope with your emotions. Yeah. And then we decided to kind of step back and actually yeah. go, what are those emotions? Yes. So we have a wheel that people can download. Um, it's going out in our newsletter later this week on Wednesday. Um, people can email us at info at or you can just Google it like anything else in life. Um, but the intention is for us to, to spend the week going through and actually defining these words so that people can develop an understanding, but also a relationship with these emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're not aware of what you're feeling, then most likely your response to someone else when they say, what's up, what's going on, uh, what do you think about that, what do you feel about that, probably, you know, might float in the range of, I don't know, or some form of shut down, or sometimes thinking that the other person is over-emoting it and not realizing that you're under-emoting and shutting down communication and connection to the person. Mm-hmm. And and shutting down looks like good, fine, great. Right. And I think a lot of people don't understand that because either we're asking each other in passing how we are, if we see each other in, well, I don't know who's in a mall these days, but you know, we pass each other outside on the street and we don't even really stop to listen. Mm-hmm. And so we're conditioned into good, fine, great, and move on. Um, and in Oftentimes in our relationships, we are conditioned into happy, sad, mad. Right. And, and I do think, too, like we want to be specific here because there is, an, there is an appropriate place to say, I'm good, I'm, I'm fine, I'm okay, and the general terms. And that's Facebook. Nobody wants to hear your deep emotions, I think, all over Facebook. What we're talking about here. It are co- those core relationships that you are in, whether it's with a friend, uh, it could be a sibling, a parent, child, uh, a good neighbor, um, and I mean the neighbor where you're you're connected to them. It's not just hi. Yeah, there's care for one another. Yeah, partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether you're married or r- roommates, living with somebody, loving somebody. Um, all of the ones that are more significant. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're saying that this wheel applies and a better way of communicating with others. But this is also how you get in touch with who you are. This is where people say, I'm lost. I, I don't know what I think. I don't know what I feel. Mm-hmm. And so the whole purpose is to give you um, a good vocabulary and so you're, the listeners are going to see us just literally read all the definitions. And what we're going to try and do so that the shows are engaging is to give some little examples so that people, uh, and our thoughts, mm-hmm. so that people can know these are just our own personal thoughts, just sharing with them. That's why they're here. That's why they found us on Patreon. And to understand, well, this one's free, so anyone's watching. But oh, right. um, to also understand that we all experience these emotions slightly differently. Yes. Right? So when we read the definition, that's standard. But the examples that we're giving are our lived experiences of mm-hmm. them. And what I consider to be an uncomfortable emotion, someone else might not. Right. 
right? Um, so before we jump into things, I want to explain if you're following along with the wheel, I think that's fantastic. That's the best way to do this. Yes. Um, so you'll notice if you're pulling up your own wheel that the inner circle, actually there are six yes. core emotions and people are like, whoa, I just know happy, sad, mad. <laughs> that's okay. Stay with us because we're also going to discuss fear, disgust, and surprise. Yes. So people are hearing six. Our patrons are going, but there's only five days. Um, don't worry, our patrons, we're going to do a sixth bonus show so that you get all of it. Right. Good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the very first show that I've we've picked for today is Surprise. And that's going out to everyone generally in the public. And the one we picked as the bonus show for our patrons on patreon.com backslash by Sarlo is anger. And we did that on purpose because we cover anger a lot. Mm -hmm. And we thought, oh my God. And I should say too, that anger has a shit ton. There mm -hmm. are lots of words under that one. And this one is the, the shortest. The okay. surprise one is the shortest. Okay. So let's begin. Do you want to start? Um, sure. So we're just going to start with the plain definition of surprise, and that is a brief emotional state experienced as a result of an unexpected significant event. Good. And yeah, the, the one, like, I mean, the first thing that jumps out at me with this, um, and I know we've discussed this before, is a brief emotional state. And we've talked at nauseum together about the fact that surprise sometimes only lasts seconds, maybe mm -hmm. milliseconds mm -hmm. before many of us go right into anger mm -hmm. or right into just another emotion because of our discomfort with surprise. Mm. Now, some people might be sitting here going, oh no, I get elated when I'm surprised. I love haunted houses. I love being in um, surprise parties and it just, it, it triggers all of the adrenaline and happiness. That's great. But again, remembering that people experience surprise or all of these emotions in different ways. Yeah. I think of people where there's been a, a pleasant surprise and they are angry, mm -hmm. even though it's pleasant. <laughs> okay. So that's the very first one in the core of the wheel. Mm -hmm. Now we're going into the second layer of that emotion in that wheel. And we have the very first one is excited. An elevation in energy level above an arbitrary baseline energy state. I love this one. Yeah, me too. I thought that was a really sweet definition. Mm -hmm. I, and you know what? One of the examples that comes to mind with this is... Um, oh, Sports. Like when, mm. when, when mm -hmm. you're headed down the field or down the court or whatever the situation might be that's specific to your sport, where there's an elevation in that energy that's happening with just the anticipation of a goal, a touchdown, a spike, whatever, you know, again, whatever it applies to your specific sport, mm -hmm. um, where nothing's really happened yet, the result's not there, but you sure are elevated. Well, you're talking about that, and I think about when people go into a brand new job or or they go into a, a new relationship or the possibility of one or in the first stages and how excited is moving from that baseline to something else. I know that um, I become, I'm very aware of that, the excited one, just in terms of with the synesthesia, 
of when a client's energy changes state in a session. Mm -hmm. And I can feel just the slightest move in their energy. Mm -hmm. And I think empathic people listening to this will go, me too, me too, and get excited and and go, maybe that's um, a way to connect to people. And it, it certainly is. I liked that your example of work, uh, that was not where my head went. Mm-hmm. And, and I doubt very strongly that people would think that their first week of work would be qualified as the emotion surprise. <laughs> and yet here we are, because it really, it's all new when you, as you said, in a new relationship, everything is a surprise. Oh, yeah. There's so much learning involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cool. Go ahead. Amazed. So we're still under surprise. Now the second one on the second level is amazed. And the definition is surprised, uh, astonished, wonder. Okay, so my favorite example for this, and I know I'll probably give it again when we get into the third level of amazed, is uh, lightning. Thunder, oh. thunder and lightning. That, right. that is a surprise often because, you know, that usually comes before the big storm. Um, and that sound or that appearance in the sky is just total amazement, total wonder. Mm, I like and, and I like being surprised in this situation. Right. Yeah, that's good. Our next one is confused. Being perplexed, disconcerted, disoriented with regard to someone's sense of time, place, or identity. Math class. <laughs> Who am I? Why am I here? What's happening? <laughs> and, and I recognize that some people will be like, no, that's English class for me. And in fact, these words are pissing me off. <laughs> and that's okay. But the point is, is that you're trying to identify with the emotion so that you can understand your reality right. and your experience of them. And if you're, not, if you're not expressing it appropriately and you're the student in math class and you're just at the state of surprise that you don't understand math, <laughs> but you're actually confused then you might not get the help you seek. But if you're now able, and you still might be excited, you still might love math, but be confused. And so now it's important to be able to clearly state those emotions so that people know how to respond. Otherwise, we expect the teacher to respond, Mm -hmm. or my mentor, or my tutor, or a classmate or a parent, whoever might be trying to help me, and they don't understand what my reality is. Mm -hmm. And then we wonder why they're not helping us, and we might then move into anger or depression or anxiety instead of being clear and saying, I'm still confused. I want to give um, another example, if that's okay. I, I, I like yours. I wanted to talk about the fact that two emotions can exist at once. In fact, multiple can. Um, and I was thinking about you and I were doing our workout yesterday morning, and I've got a scheduled workout, and I just click on my app and I follow it. And I, the first time in my life, I have seen a piked push-up. So your body is in like, you know, your butt's high in the air. It's almost like a down dog. And you're doing a push-up. And I was so excited because I'm really enjoying working out, but I was so lost. Mm. And I was in it doing it. I was completely confused as to whether or not this was correct. And I remember thinking, you know, 
I'm both excited and confused and very surprised that I'm in this position in doing this. Yeah, I remember you saying that. And, and I think it's, I, I like this example because it's light and hopefully people can draw their own parallels. But my point is, is that if I communicate back with my personal trainer and say, I'm just confused and I leave out the part that I'm super excited about this, I'm just a little lost right now. This changes the entire potential dynamic of our conversation. Mm -hmm. So if we take it back to math class and I put out my hand and just say, I'm so confused, then the teacher may meet us with that tone and that energy that we've just given instead of, okay, I'm really excited about this, but I'm lost at this one part. Then there's there's this note of encouragement or this note of that she desires to continue and keep learning. So I'm going to keep up the encouraging tone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's in a school professional setting. Hopefully, they're being professional. But can you see then that you can communicate one and, pardon me, one or more uh, emotions Mm -hmm. to clearly help another person come into that situation with you? Yeah. That's good. Okay. I like that. Thanks. Okay. And the last one in that second rung. Yeah. In that second group is startled. To frighten or surprise suddenly, to move, jump suddenly, alarm, a sudden mild shock. Are you going with an example? I wasn't because I thought that one was clear and we had kind of covered. Okay. But you you certainly can if you feel. A surprise party. Okay. Just, you know, just something like they said, unexpected, where it's just... And maybe a little bit of jumpiness is mm. thrown into the mix when everyone yells surprise when you right. think you're walking into an empty room. Right. And I think, you know, where I've seen some of that different points in my life, where the startled look, if their facial expression isn't showing happiness, can mean sometimes that people think they didn't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Geez, I went to all this work. I had a shower. I got dressed. I got a gift. I came out here. And look at his look at his or her face, and they don't give them the moment to be startled, and then give them some time maybe to acclimatize themselves to mm-hmm. what's going on, because they might actually be delighted when they actually see the different people there and the work that the people went through, and then as the time goes on, hear the person say. This is lovely because they've had a chance to take it in. They've had a chance to breathe, to look around, to observe, to understand and to process. And sometimes with startled comes too much judgment mm-hmm. quickly instead of giving things process. I want to jump in because this was something that we talked about prior to recording and you, I need to give you full credit here, had mentioned how important it is to understand this concept so that you don't become enmeshed with other people Yes, and that you don't put your expectations of your own emotions on another person. Right. Yes. Because if I'm at that party and my expectation is that they're going to be thrilled with what we've done Mm -hmm. or or thrilled to see me at the party, me, 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 me. And they're just in the state of surprise slash startled, Mm -hmm. and I don't give them what they need, which could be time. Um, Then I do. I make. I could make it all about me. Mm -hmm. And well, and that's part narcissism. Then, but it's it's as you said, you you get into. I'll say into a mud puddle. Yeah, and this is a great example as to why it's so important to allow people 
time to experience their own emotion. Mm-hmm. We need time to register things before someone else jumps in and tells us what we should feel or how we should be processing something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to point out a really fun startle, which I mean, some people would think the birthday surprise was. Um, when, like, when I see wildlife when I'm driving, mm. that always startles me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all after you kind of adjust and assess your safety and theirs, it's like, oh my God, look at that. Yeah. Right. And there's there's just this feeling of, you know, other surprise, which is amazed and excited. Right. So we move very fluidly if we allow ourselves the opportunity. Right. That's good. I cool. like that. So we're jumping down to the third tier. Third tier. So we're going to start. We're going to say it to you. So first of all, surprise in the first, excited in the second, and then third under that is energetic. So all of the ones in this in the third tier, as you're seeing on your sheet. Um, there are two words for every one that's in the second tier. That's right. So if we fully complete that, then we would say surprise, excited, which we've done, and then energetic and eager. Okay, so let's break those two down. So we'll do those two. So why don't you do those two? Sure. So energetic, a state that is higher in energy than the ground state. Are you... Okay. Oh, I didn't know we were going to do an example for every single one. Okay. Okay. Are you still undecided about this? Well, I've been I'm visualizing how I pop up off of my bed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like even at three in the morning, how I I don't know how that energy burst comes. I will thank my mother for this. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But just, I think it's important for people to know what their ground state of energy is. Mm-hmm. So that if you know that in your personality, if you know what your norm is and your norm is good and grounded, then you will always know from that ground state when there's a change. Mm-hmm. And you can know if it's within you or you can start knowing if it's within other people. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, that's why I love these words about the baseline energy state. Because your emotions are going to tell you what that is. Mm-hmm. So if your ground state is always a 7 out of 10 in anxiety, then boy, if you are startled going from a 7 to a 10, and then back down to a 7, won't feel good. Because it's not back down to a two or whatever, a, a healthy ground state. So I think when I when they use the term energetic, I like to think of it in a positive way, but I also realize it can be quite negative. Mm-hmm. Overtired. Yes. A- and then what do you need to do when you're overtired? Mm-hmm. Well, a- an example was this morning after working out with you. you I, I took my, the exercise ball after the... No, not after working out, people. Listen to this. She is mid-exercise. She has a m- massive exercise ball against the wall. She's doing squats. She looked great. And she just decides halfway as she's going down, I need a nap. I did. I went and had a nap. I totally did. I, I listened to my body. I, know, I listened to what's going on in here. <laughs> Okay, eager, marked by enthusiasm, impatient, desire, or interest. I love this one. And the the first thing that comes to mind with this is road trips. 
um, where you're like eager to get there. There's an impatience, but it still falls under excited, right? Because we're still in that in that um, that tier where, yeah, there's this just like that dual feeling that's going on. Okay, can I swing it in a different direction? Oh, sure. Um, I want to bring up, and I don't know why, but I want to bring up when someone is eager, so they're impatient Mm -hmm. in a desire or interest, as it says, and someone will respond to that emotion and say, you need to calm down. And go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was just going to say that those people are seeking control over your emotions. Oh, I they, thought I illustrated that well with my right. response. <laughs> you did. So the point is, is to be aware of your own state and not to allow someone else to control your state. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because that comment, you need to calm down, is not, not kind and not appropriate to mm-hmm. any of the emotions that you might be feeling because yeah. it's a used statement, it's an attack, basically saying you're not enough, you're not doing a good job. What could or should be inserted is a good, healthy question, mm-hmm. right? Are you enjoying this level of eagerness? Mm-hmm. Is this exciting and happy for you mm-hmm. or is this causing you distress? And if so, what can we do about that? Mm-hmm. Well, and you need to calm down is a shaming statement. The only acceptable you need to calm down is Taylor Swift's song. <laughs> oh, if you're using that as a joke yeah. or, or in good humor yeah. with a good intention and you know you have a rapport with that person, have at it and have fun. Uh, I'm talking about when people can see your emotion and want to control your emotion by telling you what you should feel. Mm-hmm. And what we're saying today is know what you feel and make sure that you get strong enough by learning these emotions and practicing your awareness about your own um, that you don't give that control to somebody else. I just in this, these last two years of my life, I have started practicing saying, "Don't tell me what I feel." Oh, I like that. Nice no statement. Who it's to? It's just a simple. It's not a you statement, <laughs> and it's just simply, "Do not tell me what I feel." Yeah, lovely. Thank you, Patricia Evans. Yeah. Bingo. Oh, it's sips of sanity. Never mind. Are you okay? <laughs> I've had coffee, a workout, and a smoothie. <laughs> you are. And two cups of water. I got to pee soon. <laughs> okay. So under surprise, the next one is amazed. So in the third level, we will find awe and astonished. Okay. So would you like to do awe? To inspire, to wonder, to admire. Beautiful, eh? Mm-hmm. I I look to feel odd every day. I know. And it's constant in my life mm. that I, I am odd in sessions and I purposefully stop when I feel awe and enjoy the feeling. Mm. Mind you, I also purposely stop when I'm laughing yep. and tell people, like, stop, you, you have to stop talking because I have to laugh. And, and I and I I want to fully laugh and feel it go all through my body, and I want to feel all the energy burst out of my body. Mm-hmm. I just think that's just such a wonderful feeling. So I look to be inspired and to feel awe when I go on a walk. Even if I walk the same route with you every single morning, I am still looking to be inspired, even if I've seen the same houses and grass and trees every single time I'm out. Mm-hmm. And astonished. 
showing surprise, wonder, astounded. Do you? Want- uh, yeah, I think these are self-explanatory, and okay. and I always go to nature in my head no. for this. And you know what? I think too. Like I hope that people in their own careers, in their own hobbies, can challenge themselves to find these feelings. Um, you know, by by being imaginative, by by trying to see things again and again, but for the first time or mm-hmm. in a different way. Oh, I like that, especially especially in a relationship. Like I'm going out for coffee this afternoon with two friends I've had since grade nine. Mm-hmm. And my intention is to be fully present and learn something new about both of those women today, even though I've known them for decades. My best friend calls me sometimes, just randomly, and will ask me a question. Best friend. If you had the choice between ketchup and mustard, which one would you choose? And that's like a Tuesday, uh, uh, you know, at 5.30. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, um, well, I mean, if push comes to shove, I'd choose ketchup. Okay. And I'm like, is that all? She, yep. I just needed to know that about my best friend. Oh, <laughs> I just love it so much. That's really good. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, this is something that I loved that you guys did as parents, um, playing fun games like that, asking really creative, seemingly pointless questions, but that made you think and feel considered um, and seen that my friends have continued to do, that you yeah. know, you hope to carry in other relationships, that you hope a boss, maybe not to the point of ketchup and mustard, but a boss continues to see your strengths and, and sees how you can grow. Right. Or, or even if you've been in a job for 30 years and you know your job, but you're looking to learn something new about the job or yourself, or perhaps there's nothing you can learn about the job that's new. Perhaps not. But you might learn something about a client, mm-hmm. or you might learn something about a coworker, mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. Love it. Okay, confused. So we'll start again. Surprise, first level, confused, second level, two words under that in the third level, perplexed and disillusioned. Perplexed, Kelly. Completely baffled, very puzzled. A state I love to live in. Oh, I'm excited where you're going, because my head <laughs> went in a different direction. Oh. I love perplexed. Yeah. I, oh my God, I, like I dance with perplexed and and I find it tantalizing and exciting. Yeah, I'm getting all fired up, eh? I know. And Because every time you're speaking to the spirit world, I'm always perplexed. I never know what the hell I'm doing. Or what you're looking at. Yeah. I could be looking at um, a blue butterfly and have no idea what that can mean. Mm-hmm. And just be able to say it to the client and they find the meaning in it. They might not even ever explain it to me and I have to let the perplexion sit there. Mm-hmm. And I won't ever get my questions answered. And it's like, okay, so I have, I have to let that go and let it be. It wasn't for me, it was for them. But then I find that exciting that I don't have to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a good quality because it means I'm not trying to control every aspect of my life. And I think the spirit world likes that about us, that we like being perplexed because it means that you're open. It means that, well, then what's the next message? Well, then what, what's coming next? I don't get stuck at that. I just keep going. So perplexed to me is fantastic. It's sexy. Okay, let's go to disillusioned. <laughs> Having long- I like the look you're yeah. giving me. <laughs> we have to put a little humor here. 
I know. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Having lost faith or trust formerly regarded as good. Mm. I, and I, we had also used the example when we were chatting beforehand how if we go from excited, um, pardon me, surprised to um, disillusioned mm-hmm. with the example of the birthday party, mm-hmm. you know, maybe these people, they told me they were busy. They told me they weren't in town. Right. I, the reality that, I was, that was painted for me is nothing like what I'm looking at right now. And so if I formerly regarded these people as trustworthy, there may be a piece of me that's going, okay, they're all here. They said they wouldn't be. How is it so easy to lie? Mm-hmm. Right? And some people that would just wash it right over them and they would just be happy they're there and register it really fast that, oh, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is so kind. It was a good lie. But then other people may be very stuck with disillusioned. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great one. Okay, so we have the last one under surprised in the core, again, startled secondary. And then under startled, the two we have are dismayed and shocked. Okay. So um, dismayed. Do you want to take that? Sure. So dismayed, cause to feel distress or consternation, alarmed, upset, worry. Agitated, caused by some unwelcome experience. Hmm. I mentioned last uh, last series about the difference um, between shocked and dismayed. Mm-hmm. Shocked, and I know we'll go into the definition. Um, you know, dismayed essentially was the one where I was talking about when Trump was elected and won, mm-hmm. and it was just like this un- unwelcomed experience, to say the very least, um, and the feeling of of deep you know, deep dismay. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to point out how important it is to, to be able to pick that up if somebody is feeling or looking surprised, mm-hmm. but there's actual dismay. Mm-hmm. And again, if we can't pick that up, then we are really missing some very deep, significant feelings of distress. Mm-hmm. And actually, can we go to shocked for a minute and then sure. kind of swivel back between the two of them? Shocked is the upset, sudden, and violent blow, impact, or collision. Um, and you had given, we had talked about a really nice example where you were mentioning this, like, grief vacillates between shocked mm. and dismay, right. especially when that grief is very sudden. Um, so if someone dies suddenly, we can go from that initial blow, which is shocked to dismayed where we just, we have no idea what to do with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then back and forth Mm -hmm. to, even though we know to forget for a moment or just to be engaged in something else in life and then to go through shock all over again Mm -hmm. and then back into dismayed. Mm -hmm. And that we need time and that we need for other people to know I'm in shock again. Oh, every morning you wake up, right? mm -hmm. You go to bed, you go to sleep, you get to dream, get away, escape. And then you wake up thinking, hopefully it was just all a dream. Yeah. And there's the reality. When I wake up again, I'm right back at shocked. Yeah. And that can go on for a long time. So people might assume that you've moved past some of these stages. And because grief is so different for each person... It might be a year later and you're still feeling this process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if people don't know that around you, they might think, oh, you should be past that now. And you're not past it. So if you're not explaining that, that you're still in that that phase of it or those emotions, those feelings, 
um, that they may not respond appropriately to you Mm -hmm. and not realize they're being hurtful. And so then on top of what you feel, you're now also feeling hurt by their behavior instead of, hmm, I should actually explain to them where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And then we can discuss that. Maybe then things would change and it would meet my, this relationship could meet my needs. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay. And the last one for today is shocked. Upset, sudden and violent blow, impact, collision. Where the fuck have you been? I literally did this one. This was our entire conversation that you just ended. I am surprised. I am very confused. Certainly perplexed. And a little disillusioned. Former regard of trust. (laughs) Now I'm happy. I just totally gapped. Okay. (laughs) Really interesting because you actually did a great job of shocked (laughs) and then just decided to do it again. (laughs) Guess which is the grief cycle. Do you need to talk? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And that's it. Okay, I'll go into my spiel and let you do your thing no, over no, there. No, I'm good, honestly. I just gapped there. Okay. Um, Closing notes. Go ahead, Karen. Y- yes, thank you. I hope people thoroughly enjoyed learning about the emotions mm-hmm. and, and, and hopefully coming to a better place. I mean, I know some people already get this. They go through their emotions. They verbalize it. They're like, ah, I rock this shit. They're just making their coffee and doing their thing. And But that there may be someone in their life where it's like, uh, I know somebody who, who could use this. Mm-hmm. And there's more in the wheel and there's more emotions. This is a good tool. So I hope people will hang in there, whether they think they rock it or not, because there are tons of emotions mm-hmm. and tons of ways of verbalizing. And of course, we're going to give them synonyms. Sometimes, you know, when we go through the series, people are going to go, okay, that's a bit of repetition. Sure. But sometimes that's okay because mm-hmm. rewording it for somebody um, allows them to hear it the second time and let it sink in. That's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got, I mean, we've got five more shows um, mm-hmm. for four if you're with us. Pardon me, five if you're on Patreon. Yes. Or Patreon, pardon me. We'll get it all out there. <laughs> it's going to be a long week. <laughs> I hope I don't have another gaffe like that. We'll see. <laughs> It'll end up on a bingo card for sure. It, it is already. That I've They've ga- already dabbed it. Oh, for... <laughs> the girls screw up. That's on a bingo oh, card? totally. Kelly oh, rolls her my eyes. God. Okay, then they just they just started yelling bingo at oh, home like crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay, so if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at com. Like we said, brace yourselves. We've got a long week going over all of the emotions. Um, make notes. Make, make good use of the pause button as well so that you can digest the information and draw your own parallels. If you're watching us on YouTube today, please do us a favor. Do your 
yourselves a favor as well if you're enjoying the content. The logo in the bottom right corner is actually the subscribe button. If you want to take two seconds to do that, that means the world to us. Um, you can like, share, comment, review, um, tag us, whatever you want to do um, to interact with the content. That's fantastic as well. It shows a lot of love and helps spread um, good emotional intelligence near and far. <laughs> Have a happy Monday. <laughs>